my god, I'm so excited. We're buzzing. There's so buzzing. much excitement. Okay. Corinne and I did I feel a thing. like we're gossiping. Like I know. Like don't tell anyone, but tell everyone. That's okay. A secret. We you probably heard us talk about this. We did a crossover with Ladies and Tangents, the lovely ladies who Sierra tangent and Jerry, who tangent. And we they're the soulmates we didn't know we had. It, it's so shocking that this recording you're about to hear was truly the second time we ever talked. And the Jerry first time was like not even that long either. We were no. just like, hi, hi. Do you guys want to collab? Yes, let's collab. Are you free on Sunday? Yeah, let's record. Great. Here's the time. And we had the freaking best time the ever. Best. So this is part two of a two-part crossover. Part one is on the Ladies and Tangents feed where we play – we're not really strangers and tangent with them. And it's great. We get deep. If you want to hear about Crit and I's personal lives a little bit more, that's a great place There's to go. There's some tearing up. There's some dark thoughts. We you and up. Sierra are so – you have such similar life stories. Me and yeah. Jerry are very similar. It was like yes. – we were like, what is this? Like parallel <laughs> parallel universe. Yeah. I, I basically signed my name in blood to you and Jerry because you're both my cult leaders. <laughs> Here we go. I bow down. But yeah, and then the episode you're about to hear is part two of the crossover where we talk about spooky, creepy things. Obviously ghosts. And ghosts. Yes. And Jerry and Sarah both have so many. I was just going to say, we could could not have chosen two better people. We didn't even know really going in. We're like, they have kids. They must have experienced something wild. Like, let's just ask them. But they themselves – have so, so many paranormal many. experiences. So many. Shocking. Yeah, I know. I mean, are we shocked though at this point, like with what we do and how many people come up to us with ghost stories at this point? We should it be is like, still surprising. It's a given. But it is still surprising. It's still very Somehow. exciting whenever someone's like, I have a ghost story. Yeah, it's the best. So we hope you enjoy it. Share it with your friends. Go check out part one afterwards. You don't really have to listen to them in order at all. So uh, listen to this one and then go check out part one on Ladies and Tangents feed. Uh, and if you've listened, it came out first. If you've listened to part one already, I will confirm for you that Sabrina is still holding a sock over her microphone as her her pop filter. Yes, it is here. It's not always here, but <laughs> it's it actually great because Jerry and Sarah were like, "Is that supposed to be your ghost?" And I didn't even think of that, and now I feel like it has to be. I feel like I should commit to the ghost microphone it, it sounds good you couldn't you can't it tell the difference sound it sounds great you Thank sound you. great and i think we all sound great as the four of us doing this yes. crossover so please listen to our Enjoy. good friends jerry and sarah from ladies and tangents for part two of our crossover well hello welcome nice to see you guys as well hello, this hello. is a special episode i didn't realize what we was happening have- <laughs> oh we just started recording. We, don't, so we, we never know what's official. happening either. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> we, we're just kind of here. Yeah. And I think I sometimes get possessed and like something takes over to in the recording of the podcast. You, your sister was possessed? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I Famously, saw that TikTok yes. and it terrified me. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that creepy? She doesn't like to talk about it. So scary. Because she doesn't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's but I do. <laughs> <laughs> and now so the world knows. Way. But I do. <laughs> but I do. 
Yes. Okay. This is a special episode. We have Jerry and Ciara. Ciara? Yes. Ciara. 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 From Ladies and Tangents. Ciara. we breathe. Hello. Ciara. Hello. This is a crossover, a fun episode. We just had a fun episode on their show. Part one of our sleepover. We're going to play games together. Yeah. Yeah. And it got deep. We got emotional. Oh, yeah. tears shed. It was yeah, really and now we're going to get creepy. And now, yeah. yeah. Now it's late night in the sleepover. We so talked about boys and then we stories. cried and yeah. now we're going to tell. And now, now we're, we're gonna... bringing out the Ouija board. Yeah. Turn off all the yeah. lights, get the flashlights under <gasps> our chins. Ooh. Yes. yes. That'll do. We should have played MASH. Do you guys remember that game? Oh my yes. God, I love MASH. I always ended up with like yeah. 400 kids though. And I'm like, come on. In a shack. In a shack. And you're like, why did you I'll make that? Survive. A- I only make $12 a year. <laughs> it was always like three really reasonable answers. And then one that was just like yes. out of this world. And I always got like yeah. that one. I always cheated. Yeah. And I like would pick the number that I knew I was going to get the shit I wanted. <laughs> Great. You like count yeah. it ahead. Yeah. Yep. Love that. Or I would just like t- fully take control and be like, I'll just do it for myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like choose the number. And so like, oh, Jerry and Corinne the are the planners. Yeah. <laughs> I like to just go. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, let the world I got my take crush me. and a mansion and a million yeah. dollars. The world will just happen to me. Yeah. And I'll just take all the hits and like, oh. And then I get upset when I'm like, 400 children. My God, I'm on a teacher salary or whatever it was, my job. <laughs> I was always like, zero, one, two, Four cats. <laughs> like it's not never gonna be. And then you're like four cats, four cats, four cats, four cats. <laughs> well, I am deathly allergic of cats, so it was kind of like I'm either gonna have kids <laughs> or I'm gonna my throat's gonna close. How did I know? How you're allergic know? to cats. Oh, I'm sad. I got that inhaler, an, an inhaler just for cats. It's the only thing I, I had it for. an inhaler because my mom thought I was smoking in the eighth grade, and I was like. What? I have exercise-induced asthma, but she got my chest in What did you do, Jerry? This is so funny. Wow. But I grew out of it. Me too. But I think I think I just actually stopped exercising, which is what happened. Okay, we found our doppelgangers. It's I'm. This is unreal. Yeah. I can't. I just told Jerry upstairs. I was like, "Is it weird if I invite them to my wedding?" <laughs> I would be honored. What are you doing next September 2023? Road trip. I'm going to your wedding. We're going to your wedding. Yeah. Do you guys ever get wedding invites from your listeners? Yes. In the mail? Yes. Yeah, people want us to officiate. Not in the mail. Yeah, people do want us to officiate. They want Jerry to be the photographer. That would be so cool. I am shooting so many of our listeners' weddings. Yeah. Yeah, she just like started. That's so cool. That is fantastic. It is super cool. That's awesome. Part of me, when I get the invites, or like, I guess when I, I say I get them, but it's like both of us, but our PO box is in Boston. She so gets like, them all. Yeah. I open the mail and I'm always like, part of me really wants to go. But then the other part of me is like, they're probably just like sending it to be nice. nice. And then yeah. what if you then actually show like, What would they do if we actually RSVP? <laughs> yeah. 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 like, oh no, we're over budget. Like you have to uninvite them. Oh wow. um, no. I didn't <laughs> save a seat for you. <laughs> I think they would have like uninvited yeah. their uncle. Yeah. Actually, just to I have you there podcasters yeah there. sorry sorry uncle yeah. uncle steve you're not allowed you can't come anymore i feel bad i do have an uncle steve and i want him to come to my future wedding so i feel like that was a mean example well the nice thing is that you and i are already invited to your wedding so you, you wait what i didn't follow we're i'm already we are both already invited to your wedding oh to my i'm invited to, to your my wedding. she's like I'm well ready, yeah. bold of you to assume you're coming to my wedding <laughs> 
Wow, I was like, wow, should I'm I going, leave? Who's <laughs> should I leave? I'll be out here if you need me. <laughs> it seems like you don't need me. Yeah. Well, congrats on your engagement. That's exciting. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I congrats. shot the engagement. She did. And the, he gave me the ring to bring. My engagement um, was during my pregnancy announcement. <laughs> Oh my so god! It was a really beautiful Double whammy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was something that two we had, for the price of one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had thought about yeah. it for a while, but it was just like really going to be when we had a photographer who was Jerry <laughs> present there. So, <laughs> what do you mean when you had a photographer? <laughs> yeah, you guys are cousins and you live like down yeah. the street from each other. Is not an accessible thing? <laughs> I know, but my fiance does not. Jerry's get very his, booked. <laughs> my fiance will not get his picture taken. He's like, so no, don't. Yeah. No. So I knew no. I was like, if he just asked, like, hey, we should go go get a photo shoot done i'm like you're gonna propose like, i told knew. him i was like just take her on a walk i'll hide in a bush like we will figure this out together is that yeah. what you did you were in a bush no <laughs> no we planned oh. we, we planned we, to take like um engagement or not engagement maternity photos just like a like pregnancy an announcement, announcement mm-hmm. type. Mm-hmm. so we were gonna have like a board that said like i said i'll bring a letter board and we'll put um like baby parsons um yeah whatever do whenever she was so due. <laughs> I was taking their picture. Do, do you know when she was due? October or something. <laughs> so I told Shane, do I was whatever. like, Shane and Corey, can you go put the stuff on the board? I'm going to take some pictures of Sierra and Noah, her older son, yeah. and do some solo shots of her while you guys get the board ready. And so Corey walked over with the board and he turned it around and it said, oh. will you marry me instead mm-hmm. of Parsons? <gasps> yeah. It was actually like you. There's like nothing better than being a part of a surprise like that. Like I want to be the person hiding in the bushes to surprise (laughs) someone else. I don't, I don't like being surprised, but I want to be, I want to help surprise other people. We realized afterwards that I never actually even said yes. I just screamed really loud for a really long time. And then I was like, (laughs) give give me the ring. Give me the ring. That's better. I was like, "Ah!" a giant shriek. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. He was like, so yes. I was like, yeah, yeah, we're having a baby. Like, I'm not going to say no. (laughs) And you hear no one. Makes sense. No one in the background (laughs) yelled yeet at one point. And I'm like, this my son is just screaming yeet in the back. And I was like, I love this for me. That's yeah. amazing. What a dream. Yep. Well, this is um this is two girls, one ghost. Two, two girls, one ghost. <laughs> it's always fun to do it with others. I That's know. Amazing. Like, and obviously, yeah, we have more voices here because yeah. this is part two of our sleepover with ladies and tangents, Jerry and Sierra. Yeah. And you guys have kids. We do. Yes. And kids are creepy. Yeah. So creepy. We were creepy kids. It sounds like you guys were both creepy kids we as were. well. Uh-huh. Jerry, you played the Ouija board often. Uh, when I got into college is when I started, but that's because I had a lot of paranormal encounters mm-hmm. that I didn't really understand. And so a friend of mm-hmm. mine started playing. I had some really cool experiences with it and one pretty terrifying experience with it. So I I don't do it often anymore now that I have children mm-hmm. because I'm like, that's just asking for trouble. Not trying to invite <laughs> yeah. anything yeah. over this way. Yeah. Yeah, I never, I was not a Ouija board fan, but my mom tells me, so like when we were younger, um, we had a very small house. 
well, it was an apartment, but it was only one bedroom. So like my crib and bed was in the room with her. And she said one night in particular, she was like sleeping and she woke up because it was thunderstorming and then like the lightning flashes. And I was just sitting up in my crib, staring at her while she was sleeping. Oh, that is out of a horror movie. And like, if you toss see me, the baby, this one's right? broken. If, yeah, if you toss see me, the baby. I have very dark hair, very dark brown eyes. So like, I've, and I've, was born with that way so i was just like <laughs> dark dark eyes dark hair just like staring at her and like she was Damien like from the omen just <laughs> yes like, ah! so that's my mom always loves to tell that story when i talk about how creepy i am <laughs> 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 and i am yeah and then yeah. my kids are just like well, i mean not the baby but i have multiple experiences where my son would like we used to live in an apartment complex as well, and I would pull in. So it was like a bunch of apartments and like a circle parking lot that you could go in. And uh, it was super late at night, so nobody was out there, but there were a lot of cars. And he was like, watch out for the little boy in the road. And I was like, it's 9 o'clock at night. So I was like, where? where? And he's oh like, right God. there. He's like pointing. And he's like, that little boy oh right gosh. there. And I was like, oh, ah, there's yeah. a little boy. So I was like, okay, well, let's get out of the car because I was like, maybe I'm missing something and there is a kid out here because there were just kids like maybe playing I hit all him. the time. <laughs> like, there's a lot of foliage. Wait, how old, was, how old was your son at the time? I would say probably three or four. Three or four. Okay. Yeah. And wow. so that's like the age. Yeah. So he was, I was like, okay, let's get out. And I was trying to look because I'm like, if there's a little kid out here and they got like, I don't know what's going on. And there was nobody out there and then he was like no wow. right there he's like pointing to a spot and i was like let's go inside the house like i can't this is like sixth sense yeah i see dead people oh it was so creepy i was like stop it stop <laughs> talking to me right now and then yeah. he also would talk to me i think i've talked about this on our podcast mm-hmm. but he would talk to me all the time about um his sister and she went <gasps> to jail and he would say about how she died and like would tell me in great details about his sister. And I was like, you're an only child. And, <laughs> and also, wow. wait, what, we, what are the details? Do you remember that? I can't, so it's like a reincarnation past yeah. life well, he's, situation. So he's 10 now. And this was probably when he was two or three, like really just starting to put mm-hmm. things together. So I can't remember fully, but I know it was, I think, a fire. I, I want to say a fire, something like Whoa. that. That was like an accident. And he would get like scared then that that would happen to him because, he, and I would say, why are you afraid of that? Oh. And he would say, my sister, my sister. And I was like, ah! yeah. Oh, that's a, okay. We, we just recently had like a very long conversation about reincarnation and it is so wild. Like how souls are re reincarnated and reborn and like when you can remember and like how all of a sudden yeah. you just forget it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Corinne, when she was a kid, you used to tell your mom, wait, you t- say what you oh, used to say. There were multiple, there were multiple instances. <laughs> my dad traveled a lot for work and my mom was like terrified to be home alone with me because I would just say <laughs> creepy shit all yeah. the time. But there, there were two when I was three years old. One time I was frustrated and, and she said, I mean, you guys know, like with little kids, they have, they have a certain way of like speaking that sounds young because they're a little kid. Right. But she said in both of these instances, I, I was very articulate and well-spoken and like had some confidence about my voice. And in one of them, I was frustrated with her. And I said, how come you're the mom now? <gasps> and she was like, uh, I have chills. you were the mom before and she said i just like kind of snapped out of it and like went back to myself again continued on and then that same year so this was when i was three years old and we lived in this house kind of like a rural part of new hampshire and the second time i said i want to go back (gasps) and she said 
back where? Because we had actually just recently moved from one town to the other. So she's like, do you want to go back to Guilford? Because we'd moved to Littleton, New Hampshire from Guilford, New Hampshire. And I said, no. And she said, well, where do you want to go back to? And I said, I want to go back to heaven. (gasps) It was so weird because my mom was like, I wasn't in daycare. I wasn't in school. Like none of the TV. I I watched like Lady and the Tramp and like Fox (sighs) and the Hound. Like there was, there was, we did not talk about it. Like my my parents eventually like forced yeah. me into Catholicism. Yeah, right. But <laughs> it was not talked about. Heaven wasn't talked about. Dying, ghosts, none of it. And she was like full chills, like, "Oh, you're going to bed now. Yeah, no, we're not talking about back this. To Throw heaven. the baby I out. Go back to and like, it's so weird as the parent who yeah. experiences it because I wanted to like keep pushing for questions because I was so curious, but I was also like, I don't want to make this like a like a core memory for him yeah. where yeah, he's like yeah. traumatized or ask leading questions where like exactly like, oh mom's yeah. into it like let me just start saying all this other random right. stuff and it would always happen like really yeah like very randomly like I remember that conversation about his sister happened when I was driving to work so I was dropping him off at the babysitter and it was just like out of the blue from the back seat of the car and I swear to god I almost slammed on my brakes and I was like I'm sorry what <laughs> come again <laughs> it was oh my oh. gosh yeah I don't Forrest is not old enough to speak at all, but I mean, he has definitely looked at places in his room Mm. and pointed at things. He's a a year and a half. So he's, he's been acknowledging things in the room that I can't see. And so I Mm -hmm. am just very like waiting kind of for that to happen. But my older son, Ollie, who's three, he was calling us back into his room a lot because he said he could hear something. And Mm. Shane at the when he went in, was like, okay, but I checked outside. I went into the attic. There's no butt. Like, he kept saying that he heard something moving above his head. And so oh we thought, gosh. like, oh, maybe there's, like, a rodent in the attic. Yeah. And so Shane went up and looked, and there was nothing in there, no signs that there had been something there. And then the one night, he called us in and said that Bubba was crawling on the ceiling and it is so creepy it's so creepy i like i feel like i just shrunk well and here's the thing what's like so bubba is what he calls his brother and so i said Mm -hmm. you see bubba on the ceiling and he said bubba's crawling on the ceiling and we had two miscarriages before (sighs) we had our kids and our second one i was 16 weeks along when we lost him and we named him um, like that was something we were actively kind of like teaching Ollie about, not so much like s- about miscarriage, but just saying like, right. yeah. you have another sibling. He lives in the sky. He doesn't live with us because I want him to understand that part of it, like having a connection yeah. to something that's not mm-hmm. here and it not being like, yes, it is sad, but also like I, I want to try to remove the stigma as much as I can. Yeah. Um, yeah. And right. so all I kept thinking is like, is Jonah, the baby that we lost, like, is he crawling on your ceiling? Is he here? That's interesting. And if so, like, huh? could you get down? <laughs> Come on the floor. Or, At the very least. or My dust mom. the fan if you could, honestly. <laughs> yeah, right? It's yeah. dirty up there. Yeah. Just, yeah, don't be generally upside down, which is the creepy <laughs> position to be in. Yeah. Like, just be right side up at least. Yeah. Although if I could climb on the ceiling, I would. I've heard, just though, yeah, that if like, like, spirits are high, that that's better. Is it? Like, oh. then if they're closer to the ground? I don't, I've died. Like, spe- oh, I haven't I, heard that. I thought that I had heard that spirits who, like, have a, like, 
more positive energy, like yeah. are higher up. Oh, okay. So he was oh, like real yeah. positive because he was freaking on the He's zero. real positive. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't talking out of my ass because we say often that we don't know dick about shit. <laughs> yeah, we don't. So I don't okay, know. Okay, but honestly, there's literally no way to know anything about the paranormal yeah. factually. So yeah, it yeah, yeah. is so much of what if or conspiring or belief. Yeah. Like, you can believe whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's theories. My mom had a miscarriage before she had uh, my sister, who's the oldest of the three of us. And she, like a couple of years ago, had this dream of like a boy in his like late 20s. And she like believes <gasps> – and he like talked to her and they had a conversation and she believes it was like the son she never had, the oh, one that she had a miscarriage. Wow. That gave me chills. Yeah. yeah. I had a dream like that after I had both my miscarriages. I was in my childhood bedroom and I was – breastfeeding two babies. And then, I mean, it gets silly, but then (laughs) I, I looked down and they were puppies. So then I was breastfeeding puppies. Um, (laughs) So that's how, you know, it's a dream, but I looked up and in the doorway, because I kept screaming, like, where are my babies? Where are my These babies? These are puppies. Yeah. This is not what I wanted <laughs> to be breastfeeding. These are puppies. Yeah. yeah. They're, in, they're innocent. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And pure. So, so that's, I look yeah, the up. The symbolism there is the same. Yeah. And I see a two-year-old little blonde boy standing in my doorway, and I just felt so emotional. <gasps> and for the longest time, I thought that that was Jonah. And then recently, I looked at my oldest son, and I'm like, oh, my God. That was you. Like mm-hmm. I fully believe <gasps> I saw my son. Oh my god! Before isn't that wild? And like yeah. the fact that I, I have full chill. I lost two babies. <gasps> oh my! And then gosh. my son, who was born, looks exactly like the boy that I saw in my dream. Mm-hmm. It was almost like he was there to be like, "Hey, I'm, I'm coming." I'm, yeah, you lost these two, but I'm coming. Yeah. Okay. Another thing: the puppies sounded silly, but you have two dogs, don't you? Yeah. I do. Yeah. What if you're Babies are reincarnated as the dogs, <gasps> oh and that was a sign. Oh. It is a boy and a girl, and that's what I lost. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. Because they're still in your family, but just in a different but way. But in a different way. Yeah. Oh. And I truly believe that Mosby is like – a person. Yeah. No, I mean, you saw him giving such attitude before we started because there's a ball under the couch <laughs> that he wants. He was so cute. You're like, come on. Yeah. But like, I can hold him like a baby. Like, she, he, and she he, does. He often. jumps yeah. into my arms like that. <laughs> and he's not a small dog, if you're thinking. No, he's a big boy. Well, that makes wow. me very happy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. But like, one of the things that, that like we hear a lot and we've talked about a lot on our podcast is about like traveling souls yeah. and the idea of it, if you haven't heard about it before, is like when you are reincarnated, there are like a particular number of people that oftentimes in your new lives yeah. you will still be connected to in some way. Yeah. And so maybe it is your family dog or maybe it's your best friend or maybe it's the person that you marry or it's your brother it or your mom. It could be like a lot, like someone you met like in childhood. Like, you know, like yeah. there's just people in your life that you meet that make an impact mm-hmm. and they don't have to be there for your whole life, the entirety mm-hmm. of, but yeah. like, I feel like they're there and your souls are meant to cross. And yeah. And they continue to. Yeah. yeah. Your grandpa might be your future child. I swear yeah. to God, my, my daughter that I just had in October, she is, my aunt passed away 12 years ago. And I swear to God that that is like my aunt reincarnated. First wow. of all, they look really? very similar. And then my grandma has just like the strongest bond with her. She, they like understand each other. And my grandma will come over and just like, hold her like this and the baby falls asleep wow. immediately and my grandma's like that's how I used to hold oh Lori and like <gasps> all of these things 
she'll like do mm-hmm. things with her that would work for my Aunt Lori when she was a baby and my daughter will respond immediately to it. Yeah. And then she Whoa. she snorts and like snores a lot, <laughs> which they used to call Aww. my Aunt Snorry Lori when she was a baby. And like that, I've never heard a baby that snorts and snores like yes. my baby does. <laughs> and so it's Wait, just like, Sierra, this is amazing. I know. I am just like, it, and I don't know. There's just like when I watch her and my grandma, like, I know it's my baby, but like when I watch her with my grandma, it feels very like a maternal, like this is not the first time they've met. Met. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. I wonder if when she's like around three or four, if she'll say anything about I can't, past life. I can't wait. I honestly yeah. can't wait. I mean, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to like push it, but I just want to yeah, see yeah. if it comes because like already the way that we're feeling towards yeah. her, it feels very like we've we knew you. We yes. know you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. It is. It's I, just so interesting too, like as human beings that you can like pick up certain energy. Like there's just so much like unspoken language and understanding. And yes. I feel like that has to do with like the spirit realm as well. Like there's just a certain understanding that like these two people have connected before yeah. or like, lived together before. Yep. Like the energy. It's not a new relationship being built. The mm-hmm. fact that when she's just like in the presence of my grandma, she, she instantly relaxes constantly. Like nobody else, she'll go to my like mother-in-law's house and like she'll be like, she was a little difficult. Like she cried for a while <laughs> and I've <laughs> never seen her cry for my grandma. Like it's just like as wow. soon as she's there, it's instantly Aww. like. Because they know each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's really beautiful. I had a friend pass away when I was in second grade and we had only seen each other at CCD. <laughs> we went to church together <laughs> and that was like, uh, she was my church friend and she mm-hmm. had cerebral palsy. And so she, she was like my first experience with someone who had a disability and I didn't look at her differently. That was just my friend. And she just, instead of being able to walk without crutches, she needed crutches to help her walk. Like not a big deal. Well, mm-hmm. she passed away at a sleepover and she oh she gosh. choked. Wow. And when I was in college, I was devastated. I remember exactly where I was when I found out the news. I was numb. It was one of the most traumatic yeah. things that's ever happened. And her, I had seen her parents like after that, but like I always felt guilty because we didn't go to the same school and we only saw each other on Sundays. I felt like, I didn't have the right to grieve her Mm -hmm. in the way that I felt that I was grieving her. And Mm -hmm. when I was in college, there was a guy who lived on my floor. He is now, um, he's a, a medium and he's like been on the Steve Harvey show. He's been on Maury. Like he's actively like, he's, he's read like Tony Braxton and stuff. Oh my gosh. I have chills and I haven't even heard the full story. (laughs) So he walked in to the lounge where all my friends and I were hanging out. And he's like, Hey, I just saw you guys in here. I wanted to introduce myself. My name's Reggie. And I said, Hey Reggie, there's some really weird stuff happening in my dorm room. Can you explain to me what's going on? And he said that there were three spirits around me. One was a man who had completed suicide. And then his name started with R and he's like, he is like your family, but he's not your family. Mm. And he comes around when you are about to make a bad decision because he made a split second decision and his life is gone. And so he's kind of like someone who's watching over you, trying to guide you. Mm. Wow. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> None <laughs> of that okay. rings about. And then he said that there's two women at that point in time, both my grandmas had passed. And he said that one of them was my grandma and the other was a little girl. And I was like, 
I'm not going to say anything because my boyfriend at the time who I had, who grew up in the same town with me, I'd been with for four years, didn't know about my friend who passed. So there's no, so young. no way that this guy who just walked in here knows anything Could about not. her. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, I keep seeing popcorn and candy and pretzels. And that's, she choked at a sleepover. And he said, I never say names because I'm always wrong. But she says, you'll know Emily. And I left the room. I was hysterical because that was her name. Oh my God. And the fact that she was there, he's like, she's here with your grandma. They came together. Their headstones Whoa. are next to each other. Mm-hmm. And this, yeah. Yeah. So anytime, oh my God. I, anytime I visit my grandma, I also go and visit Emily. Oh my and gosh. It was, wasn't there like a part two full- with the wall? Yes. So she, well, he told Whoa. me, he's like, you guys are connected. He's like, there is, I see a string from you to her. Almost like you had a bond before this life. Like you guys were like sisters. Oh. That's how close you wow. were. So, yeah, so like hearing maybe that, in another life, you it guys- validated me feeling like I am feeling such tremendous loss from this person that I didn't even see yeah. very often. And it's mm-hmm. because I, lo- I thought that was the wine. And I was like, hell yeah, chug that straight from the bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, She's trying to sober up now. Yeah. <laughs> one bottle deep each. But I was also going to school to be a special education teacher. And she was the reason that I wanted to do that. And oh my so he was like, you have this connection, this bond with her and she's with you. She is with you all the time. And, um, she was very, very active in my life. Like she would sit in front of my mirror and my straightener would turn on and off. I would hear my name. Um, she would, my makeup looked like someone was playing in it. Like, you know, when a little oh kid gosh. has like makeup and they just dig. And so now the powder's everywhere. I would come yeah, back and I yeah. lived alone. Like at this point I didn't have a roommate. I came in and it had looked like someone had done that in my makeup. And he's like, yeah, she sits here and she plays. And I had not told him anything about her, but he kept running his hand on my wall. And he was like, <gasps> do you hear stuff like this? And I said, yeah, but again, I live in a dorm room. Like I didn't think anything of it. And right. he goes, she's, she slides her hand along the wall, which is what she would do when she didn't have her crutches Mm -hmm. because she couldn't (gasps) walk. And he's like, but I want you to know that she can walk. She's fine, but she knows that you wouldn't recognize her if she was presenting herself in a different way. Oh my God. Right. I've had full body chills so many times on our podcast, but never so much that like my whole skull has like (laughs) Goosebumps. This is beautiful because yeah. it it truly like she feels like your sister. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The way that she's acting in the afterlife mm-hmm. and like she knows that now because she's yeah. in the afterlife and she can like all her souls are connected. Right. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Ooh. Yeah. That it. was one of like <laughs> I know one of the coolest things that's ever happened. And like I felt her around me for a very very long time, and I don't feel her anymore. Like I could tell if I walked into a room and I felt a presence, I knew if it was Emily or not. Wow. Yeah. And. I don't feel her anymore, but from what I learned through talking to Reggie, because I talked to him a lot about it, and mm-hmm. he would say, like, she's your friend. Like, she's here to be your support. And I was in a an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. I was in a lot of turmoil. And so once I got to a place where I was so much more settled and I was in a healthy relationship and I felt like I was on a good path, it was like I didn't feel her anymore. Yep. And it was... 
it was sad, but wow. at the same time I felt peaceful because I'm like, she knows that I'm okay. Yeah. She knows that she doesn't yeah, have okay. to. Yeah. yeah. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I Wow. I really want, and I say this to Corinne a lot, like I really wish we had a Reggie, like a yes. friend who is a medium. I, all of my connections to the paranormal world are in my dreams or like an astral like experience. I've astral yeah. projected once and it was like terrible. <gasps> what it was really is cool. that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know a ton about it because it happened like kind of accidentally. Okay. Yeah. I was sleeping and like I felt myself awake like wake up but i could see myself sleeping in the bed and i your was like your soul essentially leaves your, your like, body physical person great oh, wow and i had Love this that. like really long conversation with this woman and i think like i've i swear i know they say like in dreams like you can only ever create or see someone that you've seen in your life but, right like, i've never seen this woman before and i swear if i saw her on the street i would immediately recognize her from this like we sat she had very curly mm. dark hair and we sat and we talked like about life and about the, like my connection to the astral plane. And she told me to follow her. And I was at the time living in an apartment with like tons of doors, like every hallway, like had 20 doors. And I remember following her through like multiple doors. And then all of a sudden I had like, it like got very dark and I, my body was like, my soul was sucked back into my body. And it was like out of a horror movie where I like sprung awake because I felt like something else was in the room. No, 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 oh no. I have gosh. chills. I have chills. <laughs> but that's all to say, like, there's just so much about Ooh. the paranormal world that, like, I feel yeah. like I can access, but I don't understand. Right. And there yeah. are a lot of spirits. Like, we have a friend we lost a couple of years ago that we've tried to, you know, understand if she's around. Like, how is she? And I just wish I had a Reggie to, like, yeah. help me understand what right. spirits are around me. Like, I want to know, do I have a spirit guide or do I have a guardian? Like who's yeah. watching over me? Yeah. I want him on, on the podcast. Like I want to call him and be like, Hey, will yeah, you be sure. on yes. with us? Because I think it would be, cause he, you don't have to be in the same place. Like we booked him again. Cause I, I mean, he did the first one just cause he walked in and said, hello, I'm Reggie. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I feel some things. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. I actually booked a session with him for my anniversary after our miscarriage. Oh my God. And so- it was just audio. So like I signed up, he, he has someone else connect him because he doesn't want to know anything about the person beforehand. Yeah. Um, so as soon as I started talking, he recognized my voice, but he didn't <laughs> realize I was who he was going to be talking to. And yeah. he was talking about my miscarriages. Well, he kept saying like, your grandma's here. And I remember her from the first time that I read you. I I know that I've talked with her before. And he said that she is with a young girl. And I thought, oh, okay, Emily's back. Hey, what's up, girl? How you doing? (laughs) And he said, do you know if your grandma had any miscarriages? And I said, no, I don't believe she did. And he goes, well, she's with with a baby that's a soul that's never been born. Um, (gasps) Oh. And oh my god, I said, chills, chills, chills. By the way, she has this all on video. Yes, so I do like, have it all on video. I she let me watch wow. it and I was freaking like sobbing when I saw mm-hmm. this. It is incredible. Oh my but god. go on. So I said to him that I had experienced a miscarriage, and he said, Well, I want you to know that your grandma has named this baby. She keeps wanting me to tell you that her name is Sarah. And I had never, we didn't know the gender of the first baby. And I was um, in this place where I'm like, 
I don't want to name the baby because I want to believe that her soul is still we'll there and maybe it's going to come back. And it yeah. was just that the body mm-hmm. wasn't ready to hold her right. soul. And so we never named her. But Shane and I did write a song called Do You Know My Name? And it was basically like we wanted to know that if we did ever encounter her soul, would we know her? Would she have a name? Is she going to know who we are? And so he kept saying, your grandma wants you to know that she named the baby. No, I don't know how he knew. And like the day before that, I said, I feel really, really guilty because we named Jonah. We named our second loss, but we never named the first one. And so it was like, I need you to know that she has a name. This is what it is. And oh my, the fact that the name was Sarah is interesting to me because my grandma was a very devout Catholic and Sarah in the Bible is the woman who was like super, super old and was told like, you're going to have a child. And she's like, there's no way I'm going to have a child because I'm old. I'm past like childbearing years. We have been trying for so long. Don't have a child. Mm -hmm. And the story goes like, no, you're going to have a child. And I had been told that I had a genetic mutation that essentially my body would spontaneously abort my pregnancies and that I would have to take certain medication and that even wouldn't guarantee that I would carry a baby full term. And so the fact that right after that, he says, um, uh, she is showing a baby around you. And I said, well, I am pregnant and we haven't announced it. And he goes, like oh they just had found out. <laughs> and he goes, I want to let you know that this baby is coming through. And that he did. <laughs> He did. Um, It was wild. So like the fact that she named the baby Sarah and Sarah believed that she was never going to have a child. And then she did miraculously like friggin' 80 some years old. (laughs) Me felt like I couldn't have a child because of my genetics. And then literally and then being pregnant with that baby and that baby was a full term pregnancy. And so was my one after that. Mm -hmm. So wild. Yeah. Wild. So, wow. So, okay. So, so, oh my God. Having already had some backstory with this man, this medium who told you about mm-hmm. Emily, did you go into this reading? Like, when he told you, did you like kind of like, it sounds corny, but like have an open heart? Like, did you fully believe or did you still have some like skepticism? No, no, no. In no. This I, I don't have skepticism. Like, I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of character. I feel like I can tell when someone's yeah. bullshitting or they're being ingenu- mm-hmm. disingenuous. Mm-hmm. So, like, the second that Reggie started talking, I'm like, you know some shit and you're going to tell me it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and you can I, tell yeah. by the reaction of your reaction on the video that yeah. you 100% were like waiting for that confirmation. Mm-hmm. And then when you got it, it was almost like, well, what's <sighs> why? Especially like you hadn't told him anything. No. no. You, you were wait, like, you didn't like, say I, I had a miscarriage. You didn't me say yet. I'm pregnant. Like, yeah, he yeah. said it all. Yeah. No one knew that we yeah. were pregnant. It was so, very early because you were not going to tell this people. This is incredible. I no, I only started telling people after he said the baby was coming through. That's yep. how much I trusted what he was saying. Wow. Yep. Because at that <gasps> point, I'm like, he says he's coming. He's yeah. coming. Like, there's uh, there's no doubt in my mind. Oh, my god, This man's oh legit. <laughs> yeah. And he did. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right, our next crossover will bring Reggie on. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> yes, so love that. That would be amazing. Yeah. He's been highly requested. Wow. But this is one of the things we talk about too, is like moments like this where where Reggie's getting 
information about your future. And yeah. so the future has been somewhat determined. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I never so thought of that. Like, what I know, can you figure yeah. out? Right. It's, so it, the weirdest thing, we read a story very recently about someone who like, what was it? Like the, there was like a, some kind of type of message. Oh, it was about a dog. It was like they had a dream the night before and it was like an uncle saying, like showing a bunch of images and saying like, your dog is going to die tomorrow and showed a bunch of images. And so then they were on the road the next day and he he was like driving and he was like, that's, he's like, wait a second, I recognize that sign. <gasps> and he immediately like, the dog, I guess, like accidentally pressed on the button of the window and was reaching out and <gasps> a truck was coming by and he was able and they were, like, to grab speeding. his dog because oh. he had that message. So he reached out and grabbed the tail at, like, literally had the dog by the tail out the window and, like, pulled and him back pulled in. pulled him back in and saved his dog's life because he had the knowledge from this dream, which just blows my mind. And it gets me to those conversations where it's, like, how much of the I'm future crying. is pre-planned? Know, right, and how yeah. do you, like, like wh- how come some spirits can step in and intervene? And yeah. sometimes, like, it's just – it's – how it's meant to be. Like it's this question of fate and destiny and yeah. well, because it, it begs yeah. the question of, of like when a bad thing happens to me, how come a spirit didn't, didn't come in? How come yes. I didn't get warned? Yeah. This other person did. And it's like, how does it how, how does, does it work? work? Or yeah. or we don't I have mean, an answer. You guys probably don't. <laughs> right. Unless you somehow are like tapped in and can Let give us me life's call answers. Reggie. <laughs> well like but yeah. I think it's interesting because there was such a point in like that he was saying, hey, these weird things that you were experiencing that you would have never picked up on were actually the spirits trying to warn you in the best way that they could that like, hey, yeah. this oh, is not I the forgot situation. one of the bit like one of the most shocking moments of the whole Reggie story from the beginning. So the reason I was like, hey, there's stuff going on in my room. I had an iHome. You remember those like speakers that you could put your yeah. iPod in? <laughs> it was yes. not plugged in, didn't have batteries, but it started going off like I had set an alarm. I had a cell phone that was no longer connected to any service and had been shut off for like two weeks, started ringing like I was getting a phone call twice. So I asked Reggie if that was the guy who had completed suicide, whose name started with R. And he's like, no, that's your grandma. She's trying to warn you, you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing. And I was thinking about leaving school to move oh, in with this guy who was mm-hmm. abusive and I was going to drop out of college. Like I was going to oh like my disown my, my family was going to disown me because of it. And I was like, I don't care about love. <laughs> um, but so I went home and I told my mom about this experience and I said, so yeah, grandma came through and Emily came through. And then he also mentioned this guy, but I have, I don't know what that is. Um, he said that his name started with R and he had completed suicide and, I, but he was like my family, but not my family. And she, she just looked at me with this blank face and she said, my cousin, um, Robbie committed suicide after his family found out about an affair that he had mm-hmm. <gasps> and he thought they would never forgive him. Right. Whoa. So this person who was like my family, but not my family, who I'd never met, yeah. who Which went just, through this. Yeah. Kind of like, hey, I can see that you're going down a path that I also kind of went down. Yeah. yeah. I need to be here for you. Yeah. And, and can I also say like, how amazing it is that he, uh, in his in his astral like spirit form, yeah. has that understanding and has that like I need to help act, people. Active mentality. Yeah. Because there we we hear stories, we read stories all the time of spirits that are like confused. Like we're staying in we're literally talking to you from a haunted hotel right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're down down the hall from us. There it's it's haunted by 
Two. A couple brides that a hundred years apart had completed suicide in the same exact room after being like essentially left at the altar. So like wow. there are so many moments where spirits are confused and like things yeah. do happen yeah. and that they don't necessarily get to take that active approach to help others because they're trying to to work through their own trauma and experiences and understand right. what happened to them. And there's some yeah. sort of like shroud in the astral plane that like we can't understand because we don't remember our past yeah. lives. Right, right. Anymore I, or like what happened before. But like the fact that your mom's cousin was able to uh, move past that and also recognize and intervene and be this like spirit yeah. guide for you, yeah. essentially. That's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, that really is. It was really cool. I had a dream and I've never talked about this on the podcast. You've You've heard this, but – our friend passed away a couple of years ago and I had a dream of her mm-hmm. and I, I won't get into too much details just because we have friends and stuff who listen to this and we don't want to make it too personal, but she died under mysterious circumstances mm-hmm. and I had a dream about her kind of like the week she died and she came to me and she seemed very, very confused. And I've never told anyone outside of the podcast that because I was like, I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable, right. but like, it is a sad thing where like, Spirits are confused. Yeah, they don't. Right. Yeah. You know, like sometimes it takes time to adjust. Time to adjust. If it's something like sudden or unexpected, yeah, that's how my aunt- and it, 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 yeah, and not in, not intentional. Yeah, too. So yeah. it was like this. Yeah, it it was interesting. Like with our friend who passed, like I think that we've kept up this guard. Like we've shared a lot with each other, but we've also kept up this guard because in in Los Angeles where we met at college, we have. I feel like we're very lucky in that we have a friend group of like like 12 girls that that ended up being really close to mm-hmm. one another and have maintained a friendship, which wow. I think is sometimes like a very rare thing. Oh, yeah. We're all really sensitive with each other yeah. a- about our, our friend Olivia who did pass away because it yeah. was heartbreaking for everyone, obviously, yeah. because it was sudden. Yeah. And it, it, there was – yeah. It, I mean, obviously, like any, any death is difficult. But I think that there were things that happened that – that like piece together, like we all obviously like talked with one another about like what we think is going on and like helping each other through our grief. But then there were things that she's like dropped in Sabrina's dreams or like come through mediums we've talked to. Yeah. And it's like started to piece itself together. And it is really interesting. Wow. Like the only experience I've had directly with our, our friend Olivia who passed was, and this is odd and I'm not sure who I, who I told outside of probably you, Sabrina. Yeah. <laughs> but the night she passed, obviously it was sudden. So no one was like awake and predicting that she was going to pass. I'm like clutching my but microphone. We haven't talked about this. Like No. Yeah. But I was in Chicago at the time for a work trip and I was staying at a hotel and I woke up in the middle of the night and for some reason was like, I need to look at Olivia's location on Find My Friends. <gasps> and she doesn't share her location with me. And But I looked it up and I was Ugh. like staring at it and it was like, Liv doesn't share, like this person doesn't share her location with you. But I was like, she was the one person that I was like, I need to look at her location. Like, why? Yeah. And yeah. Her and I, you know, like uh, across our friend group, people have like individual friendships and then we have our friendship as a group. And I think our individual friendship was probably a lot weaker than my relationships with a lot of other people in that group. And so it was a strange thought for me to say, like, I need to look at her location and see yeah. what she's doing right now. Right. Yeah. And then flash forward about 14 hours. It's like the evening now of the following day because it was like, wee hours of the morning that I'd woken up and a friend calls and tells me that she'd passed. Mm-hmm. And it took about a week to find out like when and what happened. Well, we still happened. don't know what happened. Yeah. Like, right. That's the, we, we have an inkling. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, there's no confirmation in terms of what our friend group has been told. But, but like point being is I found out that the moment that I had woken up and said like, (gasps) I need to check Olivia's location was actually the moment that she was passing. (gasps) No. Wow. I have chills again thinking about it. But it's upsetting when things like that happen. Yeah. That's what I was say. There yeah. was some connection. There was something there was like something. some call out. And there's nothing that you can do in the moment because you don't know what it means. No. Right. Exactly. No, but now you have all of these feelings of like, like, and I'm projecting here, but like grief or regret or like I yeah. should have. like something yeah. that could have been done there when obviously, you know. Yeah. yeah. She had already, she clearly had already passed at that point. Right. And, and yeah. Corinne is the type of person who throughout your life when people pass away, even if you're not that close with them, if you have a connection to them because you are so open to the paranormal. We have different, Sabrina experiences connections in her dreams. Yeah. yeah. And I get a little premonition-y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around the day or like Mm -hmm. even sometimes like a year in advance, I've had moments where I'm like, someone's going to die here. And then like a year later, I'm I'm like, someone is about to die. And then it will, it will like come to fruition where someone I know died in that moment, in that place that I said someone was going to die like a year before. But there's no way to know. But there's no, I don't have enough information. There's not like this thing where I can hone in and be like, I have premonitions and I can warn people. It's just this, it's a, it's this an image of feeling and that's it. Yes. Like close friends I've known, like when someone's about to break up, because I just like, I'm like, I feel heartbreak all day long. I know <laughs> someone's about to experience it. Yeah. And then a day later, like someone gets their heart broken. And it's the worst feeling because you feel it like it's your own feeling. Yes. But you can't step in and you can't do anything about right. it. And I feel you like you were definitely a spirit. You were like a guardian in a past life. Or like before or maybe this was like life, a practicing you were a guardian. Was like way more in tune with it, and then this life, I've just like forgotten all yeah. my skills and like just have this. But it's like left over. The, those yeah. energies are still there. But you're like, uh, yeah, I don't know what yeah. to do with this. I forget everything else. Yeah, I feel that, yeah. and like uh, it's weird when you have those feelings because you're like, I'm either spot on or I'm full of shit, and I don't know how to tell the difference. Right, and you don't yeah. want to act. Uh, you don't like, feel confident enough to yeah, bring it up. No, I was going to say, either. you don't want to be like too, not dramatic, but you know what I mean? Like too like, this is going to for sure be a thing. Right. And then people are like. Because mm. it feels woo-woo. It does. it scares people. Yes. You don't mm-hmm. know how people are going to react. There are certain things like where I've had, I had a friend who was like having a terrible eating disorder and like going through really like a terrible time in life. And I kept having really, really bad dreams about her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to reach out to her. And I'm just going to be like, how are you? And then we hadn't talked. We don't talk every day. I hadn't talked to her in a long time. And she was like in a very, very low place. And wow. I'm glad that I reached out to her. But that's something that's easy because it was like – it felt so obvious to me. Yeah, and it wasn't right. like this weird amorphous, ambiguous thing. It yeah. felt very straightforward. Yeah. yeah. But then it goes to back do. to the thing where like, you know, Jerry, with you, like Reggie giving you – all of this information when you had the reading with him, it makes me wonder, like, in that moment, Sabrina, like, was it something that just, like, naturally, like, your energy absorbed what you need to? Or is it spirit intervention yeah. where, like, someone's like, this person needs something. And if mm-hmm. I give Sabrina the message, I know Sabrina's going to reach out to this person and it's going to, like, yeah. Gosh. What are the connections? <laughs> well, no, right. I, I, I like, know. You know, it's always sunny in Philadelphia where they have, like, the board of yes. red string yes. and, like, thumbnails. I'm like, what is it? (laughs) See, I had that same situation happen to me where my, there was a girl I was friends with in high school, but like I had a best friend and she had a best friend. And then the four of us would hang out, but like, we were not the ones that were close. And Mm -hmm. after high school, she was dating this guy and she ended up getting engaged to him. And I don't know why, but I felt the need to like 
take her out and be like, Hey, you are not acting like yourself. This is very different. And that was not a conversation I typically would have had with her. She had like lost a ton, a ton of weight. Um, her anxiety was through the roof. And then time goes by and I randomly decide to message her and I'm like, Hey, do you want to go shopping? Like I, I feel like we should just meet and talk. Is everything okay? And she's like, I just broke off my engagement. I haven't told anyone. And that day we chose to go shopping at the mall where she met her now husband. Like I, we went in, right? (laughs) We went into the store and they connected and now they're married. So like, I've never heard this. Oh my God. Real. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I sang at their wedding. That's beautiful. <laughs> but also like it, it says something It says something about like in the moment, Jerry, like m- a lot of people could have had that feeling or that thought and then brushed it off. Or yeah. Like, why would I, why would I, I have to, I have a meeting guess. today. I don't have time for this or mm-hmm. whatever. Why would, why would I, I'm not even that close yeah. to that person. She's like, going to think it's so weird if I reach out. out to her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. But you did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. We so did it. <laughs> We, we did, did it. it. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, but so, I can't believe, I, I love how I much know. we can talk. Like, we, yes, this is amazing. I was going to say, we, we have this, another, like, we can keep going together. Yeah. But we do have stories. Yes, we, this we is do. This truly the sleepover where it's like, this is. you stay up until like 2 a.m. nonstop talking. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be the first to sleep and draw, yeah. and draw something <laughs> on each other's face? can't have someone fall asleep. See, this is why we're called ladies and tangents, because we want you to yeah. know that we do have a topic, but we, but there's, we're, we may never talk about it. All over the place. We may on never the journey talk, yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to take several pit stops on the journey. Lots of detours. I love it. Okay, well, we did decide we were going to read creepy kid stories. Yes. And we have a bunch. Yes. So um, we brought some from our listeners. You brought some from your listeners. Yes. yes. Do you want to go a little back? Do you guys want to go first? Backseat sure. forces? Yeah. 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 What if, well, we can switch. We can go like Sierra and then I'll go and then yep. Jerry and then Corinne. Yes. Yeah. That's oh, good. well, you. Exactly. Well, here's the thing I don't read. So Sierra's going to read all of them. Yeah. But I'm going to react with you oh, guys. Okay, great. <laughs> she okay, has perfect. She yeah, has can I read send it. you mine and you can read it for yeah, me? Yeah, do you want to read all of ours? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not a good reader either, but I just. No, you do are. It. I don't think I am. You you are. You definitely I do. I've listened that. to the episodes I feel like where you like. You guys are because we watch your videos. Like, you guys don't have nearly as many cuts as I would expect. Really? Yes. yes. Thanks. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. We'll send you an uncut version of one of our episodes. And then you'll better. know. <laughs> well, this is very much like what it's like at a family function because you just have to figure out where someone's going to take a breath and then you insert your yeah. sentence. In there. Yeah. 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 We yeah. do that. The, literally the only breaks we take is like bathroom breaks because, because the of camera time, shuts off. <laughs> and if we mess up, we just kind of roll with that. We're like, this is on brand for us. So let's just push through. Like I <laughs> can't tell you, going. I yeah. don't know how much you've listened to ours, but I have a, a really bad habit of mispronouncing words. Like it's very embarrassing. Us too. Yeah. yeah. I, well, you say us too and I play us together. I'm like, yeah, Sabrina that too. <laughs> This bitch can't talk. Okay, rude. I'm sorry. Who's the one who's like, oh, God, I can't read today. Okay, I truly- here's the difference, though, is when I don't know, like, I'll approach a word and be like, how do I pronounce this, Sabrina? And then you'll give me the feedback. But you move in confidence throughout sentences. So do I. Yeah, Sometimes. just keep going. That's what I do. I just like, yeah. the, here's my, my, truly my, my biggest like regret in life. No, not the biggest. Your toxic trait. Sixth grade. It was sixth grade. Picture this. Okay. 
I'm here. I had the biggest. I'm 12 years old. I just got I, my period. I had the biggest crush on Dylan Cruz. He was a <gasps> cute soccer player who had like longish hair. Yes. He had a crush on my sister who was the hot eighth grader. <gasps> no. And we had your mustache when you were I had my mustache, my unibrow. I'm Pakistani. What do Are you want we from the me? Same? I had my mustache. <laughs> I had my unibrow. I still do. I'm sitting. We're, yes, we're hairy. We're hairy women, and I'm proud. It's true. Um, uh, and I'm sitting in biology class, and I have to read from the biology book. Oh no, this is this, an orgasm. Yeah, this orgasm. <laughs> yeah, you yes. Know. And I still, to this day, and I read it so confidently. I get through the oh. sentence, and I look up. Everyone is bursting out laughing, and I'm like, "No, what did I say?" It's so terrible. Here's the thing, too, that I... To be fair, why'd they make those words so close? They shouldn't have. That's right. not on you, And right? then you're going to make 12-year-olds it's read that out loud? That's so unfair. different from any word we've ever heard. 100% so rude. Um, my problem is, I don't know if this was also your problem, but I grew up reading and, like, not really interacting with other children a lot. So, like... <laughs> Same! All, <laughs> so, all of the ways I, pronou- like, pronounce things are ways that I read it in my head. Like, I yes. was... Colonel instead of Colonel. We keep talking about yes. that here in Texas. We're like Colonel yeah. Andrew Jackson <laughs> Johnson Smith. Fillette Mignon. I mean, she, she thought she yes. just thought cricket was pronounced cry cut. Cry cut. The way that it's. <laughs> and I said it so confidently, that's and I've good. never been made but fun like, of. Why yeah. would you know? Unless someone said that's that's one of the things that I've actually I feel like I've gotten better with. With age, and I, I will credit my mom with this because she, I think she always approached vocab. Like she's got a very amazing vocabulary and like pronounces everything exactly as you would have like a standard American, like <laughs> no accent or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I think I was struggling in middle school because there are so many embarrassing moments like that where you mispronounce a word. Right. And she always kind of like gave me the tools to be like, oh, instead of making yourself embarrassed or like letting kids tease you about it, you're like, oh, I've actually never s- heard that word said out loud before. Can you tell me how it's said? So Damn. it like, kind of puts the pressure back on the other person. Yes. Go mom. See, that's assertive. That's that confidence that I yeah. not have yet to have. <laughs> What's funny if there's is anything I found out, it's that we are not assertive My people. dad always said to me, no one can hurt your feelings without your permission. And I was like, I'll I give can. you permission. <laughs> I don't give you permission to make me yes, feel that. Yes, I can. <laughs> I, I disagree with that. <laughs> you just got to grab the spotlight and put the light right back on them. Yeah. yeah. Well, Here. I just put it on me Whoa. and I'm like, you don't like what you see? Look somewhere else. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> From I the light. I'm like, let's be yeah. in darkness. <laughs> I was going to say, I, want, I run as far away from that light as I can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We balance the scales nicely. Yes. <laughs> exactly. We complement each other. Yeah. That's why we work. I yeah. is, truly. I thought you said I is. I'm I like, is. You is what you I is. is. I is, man. <laughs> I is. I is. Cool. Okay, okay. Sierra, we're going to put the spotlight on you, and you're going to be the reader for the first story. Sweet. Okay. Okay. I'll tell the, sp- the first story. Here we go. No pressure on me, but I feel so much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, friends. So jumping right in, I kept this story about my son to myself out of pure embarrassment. Imagine my surprise when I submit to My Favorite Murder, the podcast, and they read it on their mini-sode. So it goes like this. I'm outside raking leaves one fall. My son, who is three at the time, is playing out there with me. He comes running up to me because he found a necklace in the yard. It was a dirty chain with a heart pendant about the size of a 50-cent piece. It looked like something from Claire's, honestly, and he asked to wear it. I said, sure, because why not? He wore it all evening, and then we fought about him taking it off for bath time, but I eventually just let him wear it while also trying to clean it up a little. 
So he goes to bed and I'm finally able to take it off him. I lay it on the counter and I'm cleaning up. I pick it back up and inspect it a little closer to see what it looks like and it opens. It's a locket. My excitement as I grabbed a knife to pry it open. What could be inside? Oh my gosh. A photo of someone's cute baby? Maybe someone's long lost love from a long time ago. It pops open and dust goes all over my hands. Okay, not dust. It's ash. Motherfucking ashes. <gasps> I only know this because I have some of my dad's ashes. Not only did they go all over my hands, but down the sink. The only thing I thought in that minute was, holy shit, my house is going to be so haunted from this. (laughs) Not only that, but I was letting my three-year-old play with this locket, bathe with it, and he slept with it. He also told me that he heard someone talking to him through the vent beside his bed. Okay, no. no. It says, okay, bye. Love you both, Nicole. Oh, my God. I have so many questions. See, that's the shit our listeners do. They they leave you with so So many many questions. questions. Yeah. How rude. Like, goodbye. Like, what was the voice? Is it a woman's, a man's? I just want to know who the ashes belong to. Well, I'll be honest. And why was it in the leaves? Here's here's the secret. I know Nicole. You do? <laughs> yeah, she's a <gasps> friend of mine. So I can ask her these questions and get back to you. <laughs> we should do like pho- phone a friend live. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be like, Nicole, hey, Nicole, I have to know. You've got Nicole hanging. on the line. <laughs> Here's your lifeline. <laughs> she's, oh my gosh. She messaged me and she was like, do you need creepy kid stories? And she sent it to me directly because she's like, you're going to want, you're going to want this. So you're going to want this. That's confidence that I need to embrace. I know. And I read it <laughs> and I like, was like, I did want that. Thank you. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. Thinking about it, part of me, it, and this is maybe the difference between Sabrina and I too, is like Sabrina always goes generally to the, the negative, dark, dark, scary spin. And I always <laughs> oh. like try to spin it into this like, like heartwarming, intentional yep. love yep. story. And so part of me was like, Oh, like the locket, like that. What luck for this child to to have this other person looking over him. But the fact that the voice is coming from the vent immediately negates like all of those right? potential no. feelings. Yep. It's just like, what are you do? What are you doing in there, bud? Why are you in? Why are you in the vent? Why are you in the vent? Why are you in a vent? Why don't you Get follow out? me in? You no, 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 no. What's wrong <laughs> with it's you? Like, it's like it. It's like the sewer no. with the vent. It's like me, you can't tell me that your sister was possessed one time and then talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm I, okay. This is uh, maybe I'm spreading a rumor, and I was actually the one possessed, and I'm. Still that is so very i'm stealing my roommate's life of you <laughs> i know yeah i'm li- I've, i realize i'm living my movie yeah well, it's funny because earlier you were talking about like basically being the observer of your life and now trying to like step forward and, and like live your life <gasps> but, like you you also like observed such oh such darkness why well, I, I thought you I, were gonna say I i'm observing you're... my life because a demon has been living it and i'm finally trying to step forward <laughs> that and is take not it how back. i was filling in those places again the positive versus the dark <laughs> i thought she was gonna say you were observing yourself and now you're owning your own power and taking control of your life <laughs> she's like being I a bystander <laughs> i was yeah i was possessed <laughs> Amazing. I finally kicked the demon to the curb. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of you, here. girl. Bitch. Oh, for you. Oh. <laughs> well, we all have our demons, but sometimes they're literal. Yeah, so, it's true. true. It sometimes happens. they have us. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's that's spooky. Okay, this is from our listener Arentha, and the subject line is "Little Ghost Boy, I am not your mom." Mm-hmm. 
And then dot, 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 maybe if you read this story, he will find his real mom. Hi, guys. Sometimes I wonder why ghosts choose certain people to haunt. Maybe we look like someone they left behind on Earth, or maybe they were lost at the time of their death. Maybe they have unfinished business, or they just want to hug their loved one one last time. Or maybe it's to share a story. Well, I guess it's my ghost's turn to share his story. My story is about a two-year-old ghost boy who may have thought I was his mom. (gasps) In 2011, I was living in Tuba City, Arizona. I was asleep and woke up to the sounds of footsteps and giggling. Whoever it was was in the kitchen, jumping around and stomping their feet. Mind you, I do not have a little one. My kids were in high school at this time. So I lay there, scared and afraid to look up. I heard the little kid come into the room, and he was running around my bed, giggling and baby talking. No! (laughs) The incident happened a few more times in the next three years. One night, I awoke to this little boy running around my bed again. This time, he managed to crawl onto my bed, and I felt him crawling on my legs. No, 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 no. You gotta move. He was giggling and continuing with baby talk. I covered my head with the blanket and did not want to look at him. My friend woke me up and said I was crying holding the blanket over my head. This little boy followed me to two other places that I visited. I clearly can remember him as a two-year-old. He wore khaki-colored pants, a striped polo shirt, and brown shoes. It looked like he had a buzz cut. I remember because once I sat up in bed and saw him running around the kitchen table. From 2016 to 2018, I lived in Oklahoma with my boyfriend, and I thought this little boy moved on. But nope. I woke up to his footsteps in the kitchen and living room. He must have known I was awake because he came into the bedroom, ran around the bed, and I could continue hearing him babble and giggle. It happened a few more times, and one night, he made it up to the side of the bed, and I felt his head hit my back. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I woke up my boyfriend and told him, he's here again. I was hysterical and so scared. My boyfriend got up and searched the house and found nothing. He then said to me, saying, maybe this kid thinks you're his mom, or you look like his mom? or he just wants you to be his mom, tell him you're not his mom and that he needs to move on. But then he said, maybe it's not a kid, but a (gasps) demon posing as a child. (laughs) Why Why would you do do that? that? (laughs) We got to break up now. (laughs) So the next night before bedtime, I prayed, and I also told the little boy, I'm sorry you're lost, little one, but I am not your mommy. I'm sure your mom is also searching for you. So please leave me alone and go find your real mom. (laughs) Please Thankfully. fuck off. <laughs> so leave me alone. That's what I leave say to kids alone, at the park. Child. <laughs> yeah. I banish you. Go find your, your mom. mom. Yeah. It, apparently it worked because she says, thankfully, that was the last time I saw him or heard him. Wow. But every night I still wonder, will he come back again? Will this story bring him back? I don't know. Thank you, Arantha. I wow. keep picturing the gorilla from Tarzan being like, I'm its mother now. <laughs> yeah, I just, I've just adopted this. Oh, but this didn't one. we all want her to be our mom? Yeah. Yeah. She was the best mom. She was. She was. Let's Truly. put that. Go go there, kid. Yeah. There is a nice yeah. gorilla waiting to be your mom. <laughs> it's not yeah. me. It is not it's me. so wild. That is it, crazy. Well, it, I think one of the things that freaks me out is like, it, it's one thing to be in an apartment and have that and be like, oh, the little kid is just like here and like waiting to like find his mom or is like finding maternal t- 
figures to kind of like pass the time while while he exists here. But the fact that he followed, like the little boy yeah, like followed her. her. Like he clearly Multiple had some, places. Right. Yeah. Attachment to her and was Definitely. like, I'm choosing you as as my mom. I feel best with you. It oh. does make me wonder if like they are connected like pa- in, through a past life yeah. in some way. Like what if you are his mom? But like even like yeah. in the past life were yeah. his mom. Were his mom. Oh. Or okay, you, you just banished him. Do you know <laughs> him? <laughs> You know what I've always wondered is like, okay, so one of the most emotional things for me when I became a mom was realizing that the version of my son that I had when he was a newborn, like doesn't exist anymore and will never exist again. Mm. So in my mind, cause I'll look at pictures of my oldest son as a newborn and look at him now. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that's the same. This is not the same baby. (laughs) They don't look anything alike. So part of me is like, does that version of him exist somewhere? Like oh. in another timeline, like does he exist? Is there because time in theory is circular, like is there a time where like it could cross paths and like she was maybe experiencing one of her children just like in a different timeline? I don't That's know. That's so fascinating. Parallel universe. We talk about that a lot. Yeah. And we talk about that a lot. It's like what I just what want is to, time? Yeah. Yeah. What is time, yes. first of all? What Not is life? Real. But Parallel universes and like glitches in the matrix always confuse me so much because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I have this theory. Give it to me. Because I think I'm invisible. I, I also <laughs> yeah. am terrified I think I'm going to die in a car crash. I have this theory that like anytime someone we cuts me off We are the same in- person. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How many times have I told you that that's how I'm yes. going to die? I, like as soon as you said, no, like, are you joking me right now? I accidentally ran oh a red light one time gosh. with her and she was like, no, this is how I go. It's this fine. <laughs> this makes sense. That I'm convinced. Yeah. Maybe oh, we my- both, maybe we are connected from a past life and we both died in a car accident in a past life. I'll tell you right now, we should never travel together. <laughs> I was yeah. just gonna say that. I'm like, I feel like after this, we're all gonna stay in touch and like we're friends now. Yeah, yeah there's no way in hell you we're two not are driving in a car. No, 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 never. <laughs> okay, but I have this theory that like I've been so like every time I get cut off, I'm like, what if I actually got hit and I died in this accident? But because that happened in a different timeline, I now jump to a different timeline and I'm living here now because that's just where yeah. I continue on. I swear to God, I almost said that in our last one that we talked because when we were talking about like, I think I'm invisible or I think I died. I always then go back to these moments where I had like near death, like yes. if it would have turned this way, I could have been T-boned or whatever like happens Yeah, where I just yeah. like, oh my God, I can't believe that that I nearly missed that. And then I'm like, what if I didn't yeah. miss it? What if in another world, you know, like this happened? Or, it did yeah. happen. That ha- That thought is in my mind like every all the time like, yeah constantly well, so it, this is reminding me of like a listener story we we read it must have been like a year or two ago at this point but like someone was with their their mom in a car or, or, or like was like on the sidewalk and essentially like remembers them getting hit and then Whoa. like wakes up another hundred yards <gasps> forward like I don't on remember the sidewalk this. and so they're what? like did we die in that other version of the timeline and like we just, just like propelled forward to, to another like wake up in another timeline i like the idea of blooping forward yeah <laughs> <Blooping> forward. <laughs> but like also if you bloop <laughs> forward like are you pushing out another like consciousness or are you just like absorbed into the next one like how does that work oh i don't know if there's seventeen thousand versions of you and yeah, you bloop into one of them. Is this why I have no memory of like anything before like age thirteen? Yes, I, it has I, to I be. got blooped. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. It's not, not trauma. Blooper. It's definitely not trauma, and it has to be that I What's got blooped. Better, <laughs> getting blooped or Marco Polo? 
Oh, well, I've been Marco Polo. I, I think I've never been blooped. Yeah. <laughs> Not that but I know I of. Not that I know. You may have. You may have no. been blooped and you I don't know it. I just so much out of my microphone. <laughs> You're just like, here you Gross. go. You just blooped all yeah, over oh your microphone. You <laughs> blooped all over your microphone. <laughs> I have I a blooped. sock. Don't worry. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love blooping. That's what it's for. It's not for prepubescent boys. It's for me to just spit into the sock. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing I the love more than it does the same yeah. thing. blooping into a sock. <laughs> mm, love a wet sock. <laughs> blooping into a sock, man. Mm. Oh. Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Look it up, folks. Oh. Are you reading another one? I think is it yeah. your turn or is it? Are we go back to forksies? forksies. I will go it. back and forth. Okay, okay, you go and then I'll. I just I'll go. think it's funny how you, the way that your listeners write their stories compared to ours <laughs> is going to be very different. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Like, by far, the one that Sabrina read is probably like the shortest version that of any that, wow. that we get. But they're so See, beautifully written. Are, they are, and like ours are so long, but they're very much. Oh like yeah, how, hey, if you're here or, from ours, I'm not saying you aren't beautiful writers. You just no. take a different angle. <laughs> yeah, like these are the longest one I had, and they're still short. But they do it very much how we are on the podcast, which yeah. is conversational. Like, yeah. yeah conversation yeah, like yeah. kind of it's a tweet yeah yeah it's essentially like i'm gonna tell you something that's uncomfy but i'm gonna do it in a some, funny way yeah, yeah yeah like as if we're just chatting about it yes. yes yes comedic relief i love it exactly okay so this is hi i'm cheyenne she her pronouns i work in a private religious school as a teacher i only tell you it's religious because most of these parents tell their kids that the paranormal is not real so i know this little girl wasn't making this up Well, one day, this little girl was having a very bad day. All day, she was tired, and her mom said she woke up and found out that the little girl was up all night painting her nails. Her mom was always late for dismissal, so I called the little girl to the double doors and was sitting on the floor with her talking. I noticed her nails painted different colors, and I told her I liked them. She told me, thanks, Ouchie did them for me. It took me by surprise, but, you know, just thought it was her sister's nickname or something. So I said, Ouchie? And she said, yeah, she lives in my room at my house. No, 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 no. Oh. No, no. <laughs> uh, no. When I tell you, I just wanted to throw this child outside the door <laughs> and call it a day. I mean it. Not really. So, oh. so me being me, I decided to ask more questions. Wrong choice. I asked what this girl looked I asked what this girl looked like, and she told me that this ouchie chick that paints her nails has bleeding holes all over her body <gasps> that won't get better even with kisses. My response was, Oh, okay. That means she's tried to kiss. Right? Oh no. Right. Oh, she tried to give oh, ouchie no. kisses. I know. Yeah, like a little you got a boo. It's I'll sweet but it. also it terrifying. It's so is scary. that why her name is Ouchie? Because she's covered in them? Yeah, because she's got boo-boos. She's got her ouchie. I know. Oh I know. my gosh. Um, Hard pass. My response was, oh, okay, while simultaneously <laughs> shitting my pants. <laughs> I tried jo- dropping the ouchie subject, but this little girl wanted to keep going. Again, my mistake for asking questions. <laughs> she loved the accountability. <laughs> yes. She then tells me that ouchie keeps her up until the sun wakes up sometimes because sometimes she doesn't get to play with her during the day because of school. So the night before, Ouchie wanted to paint nails, and the little girl said at first Ouchie couldn't do it, so she painted Ouchie's nails first until Ouchie figured out how to paint her nails and then went on to say when the sun woke up that Ouchie tucked her into bed. So it creeped me out, as one should be, and that day I just clocked out as soon as her mom picked her up and decided I would never ask about Ouchie again. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
The end. If my kid tells okay. me that Ouchie tucks them into bed, I'm like, well, Ouchie is also well, your mother now because I have to move far, far away from you. Yeah. You will stay here with Ouchie yeah. and I am leaving. But the thing that's crazy about that story, and this is, again, I've said my son has like a connection with the paranormal world. I didn't even tell you guys about Debbie, but he had a, <laughs> he had a person named Debbie who would like come and visit him and and I would hear him over the baby monitor talking and babbling and playing oh my god and I would be like hey who are you talking to and he'd be like Debbie it was always Debbie and I would say where is Debbie here and he would like point right beside him what does she want my home so like he was just like she wants (gasps) to be in in our home and like she wants to just what if he meant my home as in like his body Ah. Noah no. does give old lady vibes. He does. He really does. Oh well, my god! And he said that she was a nurse and like all of these things. He had like a whole thing about Debbie. Now I'm just thinking about the time that Noah brought you water and told you to take sips when you were sick. <laughs> he takes very good care of me. <laughs> He's a good boy. Call and me is, Debbie now. And he <laughs> is a nurse. <laughs> does he have a middle name? Because if not, you should make it Debbie. Or yeah, it's Noah it Debbie. It's Noah Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> No, what's weird is his middle name actually does start with a D, so that's really weird. Oh. (laughs) Noah D, Debbie. Um, The D stands for Debbie. So, but I always said, I was like, I honestly don't mind that Debbie's there because it seemed like they had a good thing going. Like, she wasn't doing anything wrong. And, like, when she would cry and then I would hear him playing, I was like, oh, Debbie's got him. Like, she's she's comforting him. I could. I don't have to go in this room. Like, Good luck, Steph. Yeah. Truly. Wow. We're what, what tasks and chores can you offload to Debbie? Like, what yeah. you want yeah. to do? Like, I'm honestly, like, I just hope Debbie doesn't have a bunch of holes. I no. That as she's far as I knew, she was, she was just very had no ouchies. No, no ouchies. That no I ouchies. But ouchie but, <laughs> sounds <laughs> terrifying. And yeah. like, that's such a little kid. You can tell that like that didn't come from a parent. Like she's not oh, making it up sure. from a movie or a parent because like that's such a little kid way to explain those things instead of like, you yeah. know, <gasps> so scary. Well, and also the part where it's like when she figured out how to paint my nails. Yeah. Which means like there was a big barrier in terms of like the the ghost yeah so like able to like move into the physical world it means that the ghost can actively do and touch and do things i have picked all of my nail polish (laughs) off while we've been (laughs) thank god ouchie knows how to do this ouchie manicure again a fresh palette for you yes (laughs) i'm so sorry do not call ouchie to my house i would never i'm sorry ouchie we're don't not, stop talking listen we're not your mom <laughs> <laughs> we're not your mom you need to find new moms like it's like Voldemort like you're not allowed to say ouchie's name I fully believe if you say anyone's name three times they think they're invited <laughs> it is Beetlejuice but then when someone tells me when someone tells me not to say their name three times I'm like I have to say it don't times. you say it like 17 Damn. times the intrusive yeah. thought it's like yeah. Bloody Mary, Bloody over, Mary. And over and over and over and over <laughs> again <laughs> no you said it twice <laughs> Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I have tried it with Beyonce though, and she didn't come, so <laughs> that was helpful. <laughs> Trying to get a free concert out you, of this you, bitch. You, know, you have to join the Illuminati as well oh, in order well. to get Beyonce to come. Oh, we're getting Stanley close. Tucci, Stanley Tucci, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> we have been reached out to by the Illuminati. Have you? you have? Oh, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Stanley Tucci. We're summoning you. We have a knock on our door. <laughs> oh my god! You call Daddy. Tucci, I take everything back that I said in our episode. He's got no shirt on. He's just like, please, ah. where's my robe? 
<laughs> Where's my robe? Um, yeah, we did get reached out to by the Illuminati, but I have beef with them because they only addressed Sabrina. So I was like, you know what? Forget oh, you. They said, dear Sabrina. And they spelled my name wrong. What? Oh. The disrespect. What if they were like, you I spell know. your name wrong? We'll tell you how it's spelled. <laughs> we are yeah. the Illuminati. Honestly, it's like, great. Another call. I'm Sign in. <laughs> Do you want oh. my bank? Do you want to manage my bank accounts? Here you go. I feel very Here's jealous. My, Here's my social security number. Don't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> this? No, no. Give your your information out to someone oh, on the internet. Have you story? done that one time? Oh, I accidentally it? put my social security. Listen. Here's the thing. <laughs> PayPal sent me an email, and I was like, "This has to be legit." So I clicked the link, and they were like, "All of your information's been hacked. We need it all again." And I was like, "I don't remember putting my social security number here, but I'll do it." <laughs> And so I did oh, it. No. And anyways, oh, yeah. so I got scammed and I'm 30, <laughs> like not 80. So that's embarrassing. It's the same year my How mom did you got get scammed. out of it. What did you, what did you have to do? I just changed all of my like credit card information and stuff, but hundred oh, okay. percent someone could be me out in the world right now. Like I don't fucking know <laughs> the amount of school it debt I have. Go ahead. That's what I mean. I'm like, my credit score is like 420. So <laughs> How about it? Play, plays up. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel worse for you guys. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Oh, Good luck. Are, I don't even want to be me. But... Like, maybe you'll notice your credit score is going up. Like, you know what? You. It has. It really has gone up. So I'm like, good luck. Good luck. Thank man. you. <laughs> it does make you feel a little uh, less aggressive towards the people that, that do succumb to scams like that. Like, it, it's like the traditional, like, old, mm-hmm. old, older person that does it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But. I feel like really they get so tricky nowadays. That's it's what like my grandma your came own parent to me. is messaging you, being like, "Wait, can you send me an Amazon gift card? I got locked out of our share yeah. account." And you're like, "Okay, yeah, like, it's ridiculous." It's like so my tough. own grandma came to my house and she was like, "I got scammed." And I was like, "Me too, grandma." <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> See, I've I've just adopted this like worldview of just not trusting anyone. Mm-hmm. So even if like a Healthy. like even if Corinne right now asked me like, hey, will you give me an Amazon gift card? I'm like, fuck you, I know what you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. You want my money and <laughs> play so. me. What were you playing the long game? You put four years into this and now you want to <laughs> No. Meanwhile, I pay our taxes. Like I have your social. Like, I write your social down. She's no, like, you no, you don't prove it. What is it? <laughs> Say yeah, it right what now. is it? <laughs> zero zero one. <laughs> <laughs> She's the first person. Five, five, ever. five, like the Hollywood five. Zero, five, zero, five, zero, five, zero, five, five, zero, one. One. <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. I have. Is this the last one? One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. <gasps> I'm sad. Okay. We have to pack. We tried to get later checkout and they were like, we can only do 1 p.m. Oh, really? They're like, we have ghosts that are taking up <laughs> yeah. these rooms. Yeah. We're busy. <laughs> Try, kick us out. We dare you. <laughs> We'll get dragged out like, live <laughs> by the ghosts. They've employed them. <laughs> yeah. Yanking our hair. Good content. Okay. This is from our listener, Ashley. I have like a pit in my stomach thinking I'm going to like not be able to read. All I'm really sudden. relieved I'm done. Yeah. I'm like, like when I finished, I was like, wow, I can relax now. Me I'm glad that I never wine, had but. to read. <laughs> What's yeah, you got away good. That's a good yeah. deal. We're going to we're gonna institute that on our podcast and you're going to be the reader now. <laughs> Sorry, you're the, like <laughs> you're the Sierra. You're the Sierra. We have decided we are. Yeah. <laughs> or am I the Sabrina? Whoever has sock on their Ooh. microphone has to read. Whoever <laughs> <laughs> has sock on their microphone. <laughs> Switch real quick. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. This is from Ashley. 
I've had ghost encounters since I was a little girl, but the first physical encounter was in 2008. I was 23, almost 24. I lived three hours from my mom. She was going out of town and asked me to house it for her. I had three toddlers at the time and my car had just broken down. I wanted to go to a family reunion on my husband's side, but I reluctantly agreed to house it instead. My mom drove to pick me up and my kids and took us to her house. We were only there for a few days, and after an afternoon of a trip to the library and lunch, it was time for the kids' naps. Two boys and one girl. Now, my daughter was around five at the time and had her own room. My two younger boys shared a room. I put them down for their naps, and the boys fell asleep pretty fast, but I could hear my daughter playing with her toys in her room. I was sitting on the couch, relaxing, looking at the back door, and the couch was facing the kitchen and the hallway that leads to the back door. My mom has this huge dog, so the doggy door is large. And as I sat there listening to my daughter play, I remember looking at the doggy door and thinking, I bet a human could fit through that. (gasps) Intrusive thoughts. Yeah, no kidding. You just invited something. (laughs) I'm a light sleeper, so as I started to doze off, I could still hear my daughter playing in her room, talking with her toys, and singing as she usually did. Then, out of nowhere, I opened my eyes because someone very angrily was choking me. (gasps) I could not breathe. I could barely move as I tried to see clearly. I made out that the man was wearing work boots and blue jeans. I was being lifted off of the couch as if I could feel his hands around my throat. They were squeezing tighter and tighter, and I started to lose all function and consciousness. As this was happening, all I could think was that I'm going to die, and this man is going to kill my children. (gasps) I could not move. I managed to slowly open my eyes and I see my daughter standing at the arm of the couch before my eyes rolled back into my skull. I'm going to die, I thought. And right then, my body dropped and I could breathe again. I opened my eyes, shot up off of the couch, and no one was there. I ran down the hallway to check on my boys, sound asleep. I go to my daughter's room and she asked what I was doing. And I replied, I'm just checking on you. Did you ever nap or were you just playing? And she says, just playing. I checked the rest of the house and outside and no one was there. So I sat back on the couch thinking to myself, that dream was gnarly. What the actual fuck? And as I sat on the couch, rubbing my face in disbelief of what had just happened, my daughter came into the living room and stood right in front of me. And she said, mommy, who was that guy doing this to you? And she started making the hand gestures of someone choking another person. I freaked out. I grabbed all of our essentials that I could. I threw them into my mom's truck. I grabbed the kids myself. I called my mom. I told her, we're taking the truck. We're going home. And I said that her house was haunted and whatever it was almost killed me. (gasps) After 16 years of living in her house, my mom too believes me now from Ashley. Oh, what? What did the mom experience that she believes you now? I questioned. That's what I want to know. know. Oh my God. Oh. Oh my God. So, it's like the thing where like it's it's so terrifying to experience, but then you're like, oh, it was just a horrifying dream. And then of course your child comes out and is like, who choked you earlier? Yeah. Oh, I, I literally Oh my God, that makes me want to throw up. <laughs> like <laughs> that whole story made me want to throw up. <laughs> so how do we know that no one was there? Yeah, exactly. Did they just run? Oh, really that's fast? a really good point. Oh, that's a really good point. Well, I think it's really terrifying. Too. I need the yeah. information about why the like, mom believes her, because if yeah. there's other things that have happened, then that would explain that. Yeah, maybe that guy wasn't there. But like, how do we know he wasn't there? Either way, not a good situation to be in. No, 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 no. Da- I danger do, all yeah. around. It's scary because if it was a person like a person got into the house, which right. is yeah. terrifying. But if the it was a ghost, <laughs> it truly had the uh, the energy to 
physically strangle her, right. which is something that I feel like is so rare when you when it comes to the paranormal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like sometimes I throw things, but like it's hard. Like you don't hear many stories where they like physically harm you. Right. No. Oh, uh-uh. Well, especially because at least from what I've heard about spirits and like energy, it takes a lot, a lot for to them to be, like yes, things, to make right? a sound. Yeah, yeah. So like whenever I was having my electronics go off in my room, like he was saying, She's using every bit of energy she has to get your attention through this electronic. Mm -hmm. So, like, to imagine that someone has the power to lift you off the couch? Yeah. Ma'am? Yeah. (laughs) Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. Right. And, like, I think so many times when we listen to stories like this, there's always the the thought in our in our minds, like, what if it is an actual person? What if there's someone living in your walls? Like, that's that's terrifying. That's always what I think. Yes. But at the same time, like the fact that her daughter was there at the edge of the couch watching it happen makes me – it does make me think that it is a spirit because yeah. I just think that if someone came in and had the ill intent to actually like choke and lift a mother off of the couch right. with her three young kids at home, I would assume that it wasn't just like I'm going to choke and leave. It's yeah. Right. It's a, <laughs> the old choke and leave. Intent there. <laughs> the old yeah. choke right? and leave. And too, like the, obviously like the daughter must have observed – I mean, that's obviously trauma for her. Like, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. She'll, yeah. But, like, oh I can't imagine being a kid and, like, just watch. I feel like there must have been some understanding to, like, just be watching it happening and, and not, not be so scared that you're screaming. like, I need to run because this is an actual person. Like, yeah, was there right. an understanding that it was a spirit? Do you guys ever think, like, when you get stories from your listeners about this, like, do you ever think of the kids of the stories – or whoever it is, like they're gonna have a podcast in ten years from now. <laughs> I hope and so. They're talking about their traumas <laughs> of their who story. we are. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope so too. I hope so. Part of me before the end, where the daughter kind of validated that it happened. Part of me was like, is this just a really intense sleep paralysis situation? Right? Because I've yeah. had like sleep paralysis where it feels like this is. And actually, the first time that I had sleep paralysis was a dream like that, where I had a dream that. I was like running along your backyard, actually backyards near hers. And then she has a pool, but in my dream, it was like lower. My parents do. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not here, but (laughs) (laughs) her old house. So it always happened as like childhood places I would go to. But anyways, I was running and I fell in and into the pool. And then this person Mm -hmm. who was chasing me grabbed me by my throat and pulled me out of the (gasps) pool and was staring at me. And when I woke up like sleep paralysis, everything in my room was the way it is, except that person was standing there with their hands on my throat, (gasps) like grabbing me and I could not move. But I swear to God, it was like they were there. I, I swear to God, they were there. Uh, yeah, and it was probably oh only that I was frozen for like a minute, but it felt like it 10. feels like forever, oh, yeah. forever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then they were just gone, and I was awake, and I was like, "Ah." That's the other thing about the paranormal is like the way that ghosts and and especially powerful like demon or darker spirits or powerful yeah. spirits can manipulate time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's so unsettling. I was so the most recent sleep paralysis episode that I had. I was sleeping up in our room here in this house. And I just, it was just me and my son who were home. Ollie Forrest wasn't born at the time. Shane was at work. And I heard, I heard footsteps in the hallway and I heard my door open and I thought, Oh, Shane forgot his keys. Like he just came back for his wallet, like whatever. And I opened my eyes and an old woman was standing (gasps) in the door and she was smiling at me, but like in a way that I didn't, 
like <laughs> it's like not it a good look, smile yeah, yeah like, it looks like tell. leering yeah like mischief was yeah. on her mind <laughs> yeah. and yeah. then she turned around and started walking into ollie's room mm. and i could see her on the monitor getting my son and it was like <gasps> no right one of the most terrifying things i've ever experienced and i just have to but, tell myself it was just sleep paralysis it was yeah. just sleep paralysis it was just your mind making just silly silly jokes that's you. what you needed to say <laughs> yep, that's yeah but mm-hmm. yeah Yep. Yep. Because that feels so challenging too to you as a mom being like, you're trapped here and you can't do anything. And I have one-on-one alone time. I have access to your child. The way that she was dressed was very like old timey. And then Mm -hmm. not that long after that, Sierra shows up to my house and she thought that I was in the breezeway waiting to let her in. And I wasn't. And she was like, why is Sierra (gasps) just standing there? And yes, it, she was like, literally I saw swear. somebody standing like they were going to let me in, in old timey clothes. Yep. Oh, my, oh my God. And then I told her about the sleep paralysis. Thing. And I so made now, a joke like, why were you just standing there or something? I was like, it looked like someone was standing there, but like in an like a older like Victorian outfit. And yes. she like freaked out and was like, I swear to God. And then told me the story. And we both yeah. panicked. Oh, my God. It was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Jerry, your house is haunted. <laughs> I think I'm haunted. I was going to say, I think it's her. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like it's you. Yeah. You need, I, Reg- <laughs> you need Reggie to come in. And, any, uh, any medium I've ever out. talked to has always said that I'm a sensitive, like that I am someone who's That's open how to Corinne is too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, not- because you guys are the same person. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> because we're you twins. guys are the same. Corinne yeah. and Jerry are the same. Ciara and I are the same. Yeah, very true. There yeah. we go. Great, we're all haunted here. We're all haunted here. Everyone, that was so sweet sounding. We're all haunted here. Your video did just glitch when you said that, and so I'm even more scared. But that's fine. (laughs) It did. Now we 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 are in a haunted haunted hotel, so. The ghosts and, are like, yes, we are. We are hunted. And here. I was going to say, we pushed it this long without anything happening. I feel like we're really trying. Like, Yeah, we're testing it. We're yeah. testing the waters. Yeah. yeah. Well, so far in this room that we're in, because we're staying in the Driscoll Hotel in Austin, Texas, which is supposed to be the most haunted hotel yeah. here. <gasps> and I haven't had anything happen. But every single time Sabrina goes into the bathroom, the lights flicker. <gasps> Not every time. The, when I just peed, it didn't, which is great. To be but fair, like, that happens in my you're house. You're probably too, at like 70% right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yikes. I, I was showering and shaving my legs yesterday and the lights flickered twice. <gasps> and I was like, okay. I'm more shocked that you shave your legs than I am. I know. I was like, what's that, that like? The lights okay. flickered. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot in Austin. You got to wear shorts. I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm like, I may as well be Bigfoot. Um, Same. <laughs> and what does that say? Yeah, what does that say about like you guys. Like, you know, we keep it in the family. Over yeah. <laughs> what does that say about Corinne? Grant's attracted to hairy people. Um, Hell yeah. You know, if you see it every day, sometimes it just like goes. goes, (laughs) Anyway, it's hot here and I needed to shave my legs. Now Corinne is no longer attracted to me. (laughs) Did you want me to be? A little. Would be nice. I mean, yeah. A confidence boost, right? (laughs) Of course. We're all attractive here, you guys. We're We're all haunted and attractive here. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Confidence. Well, yeah, confidence. Yeah. Thank you guys for bringing your listener stories and for bringing all of your stories. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. This was so fun. It was so fun. Our sleepover was so fun. If you haven't already checked out the first part where we just get deep yeah. and talk and on cry. tangents on ladies and tangents, please yeah. go check it out. And we, we will, will see you on, on the other side. side. <laughs>